Hello, everyone. This is David Pensick, Communications Manager for Sklo Center Region Library. This is our monthly Meet the Staff special podcast episodes. Uh, these are episodes we come out with at the last Friday of each month and just figure it's a good opportunity for you to hear from other members of the staff of the school staff other than myself uh, and get a chance to know the people who you know sit behind the desk work at the desks uh, maybe you talk to them on the phone when they're looking when you're looking for help and just get a chance for you to know them better find out maybe a little bit about their childhood what brought them into a career in libraries and a career at SCLO. And for this month, I talk with, I have a chat with Elaine Bailey. Elaine is a children's service technician in our, in our children's department at SCLO. She's been there since 2017. And she actually grew up in the Philippines and then moved to the United States when she was nine years old. And as a little side note, uh, I will be linking to this uh, on the episode page, on the website of the web- episode page, but Elaine was actually in the Philippines when this volcano, uh, devastating volcano, hit the country in 1991. And she talked a little bit about that in a story that we posted on our website in May in recognition of it being Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. So, and we'll link to, again, we'll link to that on this episode page. But she's been, you know, she and her husband and two daughters now live in State College, and she. Uh, helps out with the Toddler Learning Center. So she's been on our regular podcast before a couple of weeks ago where she talked about the Toddler Learning Center. She does a lot of work and is, is a big advocate in bringing diversity to our collection, our children's collection. She's doing an audit on that and just having different voices, different cultures represented in our collection. And, and, and you'll hear a little bit about that in this conversation I have with her. So hope you enjoy getting to meet Elaine Bailey, our uh, children's service technician here at school. Just celebrated uh, your Sklo anniversary, your second yes. anniversary. <laughs> Exciting, um, but but uh, well, I guess uh, first of all, how how have you found your time both in State College and at Sklo in those two years that you've been here? Well, it's kind of funny because um, we moved to State College kind of quickly from our old town, and I got the job really really quickly after we moved, and so I feel like. Um, our time here has only been me working at SCLO and, um, and my kids going to school, and that's pretty much all we do. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a familiar story with some of the, those of us who are parents. Um, uh, was it a, a, a tough transition because you moved from out west pretty yes. far out to, to come here? Was that a tough transition? Um, you know what? Not really because we... Um, moved from Moscow, Idaho, and Pullman, Washington, They're both university towns. Um, and coming out here to State College is also a university town, but it's much bigger mm-hmm. is the only difference. Um, so two university towns that are pretty similar wasn't that big of a transition. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to get used to all the students. Yeah. Is, <laughs> I'm still not used to that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, coming 
working from a public library there to here has been um, quite quite similar as well, mm-hmm. except for um, I only work in children's mm-hmm. now, and then I worked um, in circulation, so I was at you know the front desk a mm-hmm. lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Were you just were you looking to work in children, or were you just looking for a library job, or when you when you came here? Well. Um, just a library job in general. At the end of my job at the Moscow Public Library, I was working more towards um, or in the in the children's services areas. Um, so I was, you know, really interested in um, when we found the opening for the children's department here mm-hmm. because I thought it would be just amazing and a great fit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Have you... Uh, I guess what's how different is it to work in the children's department compared to maybe other places at libraries that you've worked? Well, <laughs> um, so my first library job was at um, a university, the University of Idaho Library, and I was just a student worker. Um, we had this level system where everybody starts out as a level one shelver. And then um, you move up to level two when you can work at the desk. And then level three, you're kind of the student supervisor. So you do all the kind of the um, closing shifts, things like that um, for the university library. And we closed at midnight every night. Um, So that was, you know, really interesting. But it was a great college job because um, especially when you move up to the desk, you can just... Um, we were allowed to do our homework. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it worked out great. Yeah, it was yeah. perfect for yeah college job. And um, I moved in, into some different areas within the University of Idaho Library. I was in um, the ILL department. I did some special projects for them. Um, a really interesting one was I um, looked through um, patent records for specifically Idaho mm-hmm. and entered them into a database. So I had to go through all these... Um, old records from um, 1800s and go through these huge thick books, probably, um, you know, tons and tons <laughs> and just tons of, of different patents that um, were approved by the government. So I had to search through every one and find the one that's just specifically from Idaho oh, and enter wow. that into the, the database. So oh, that geez. was interesting wow. <laughs> oh. and tedious. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so after that, I moved into the Moscow Public Library, um, and it was part-time, and I worked mainly at the circulation desk. So um, I guess I don't um, – I got a lot of interaction with um, adults, um, which is the difference here mm-hmm. with my job now, mainly interacting with, with parents and their children, mm-hmm. but um, – I had to deal with, you know, a lot more disruptive patrons <laughs> yeah. um, at being, you know, at the at the front desk. Yeah. So that's something that, you know, that never happens yeah. <laughs> in yeah. my position now. Yeah. But, well, that's great. Yeah. Um, I guess I want to go back to your childhood. You grew up in the Philippines. Yes. Um, and you moved to the United States when you were nine. Mm-hmm. Do you um, remember any of your childhood in the Philippines growing up there, what, it, what that was like? Yeah, so I was born um, in a town, a small town called Dinalopihan, and it's in Bataan, which is um, about an hour or two away from Manila, the capital. Um, but we just have, um, what I remember most is family. My, um, my mom had um, lots of siblings. I, had, I grew up with you know, all my cousins. 
Um, of course, the weather. We had just two seasons, which is rainy and dry, really hot and dry and humid. Um, and then during the rainy season, we had you know typhoons and flooding all the time. Um, so of course, I remember my mom taking us to the beach, which was um, not very far away because you know the Philippines is made up of seven thousand islands. Um, but besides that. Um, you know, a big part was um, the school system, I remember, is really different from, from here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it was just kind of rigorous from a really early age, mm-hmm. I remember, <laughs> which is really different from what my kids are, mm-hmm. are doing now, or even when I got started going to school in third grade when I came to the U.S. Mm-hmm. When, what was, uh, why did your mom want to move the family to the United States? Um, well, sh- uh, my, my stepdad, mm-hmm. um, they met mm-hmm. in the Philippines and he had family that actually lived in the U S. Mm-hmm. Um, so my grandparents lived in Moscow, Idaho, and that's where we moved to. Okay. What, and what was that transition like for you? <laughs> as, <laughs> as I guess you were nine, I think yes, you said, yeah. So nine. when you're nine at the time to be, um, making such a huge, Oh move. man. <laughs> um, well, I didn't speak any English. I, um, I, we were taught English at um, my school in the Philippines, so I could read it and write it, but you know, never anything conversational. So that was really hard communicating. Um, I guess my siblings and I just wanted to learn the language so badly, mm-hmm. and that's what you know we tried to speak it at home, and our ESL teachers um, told us to just watch as many movies as as you can so that you can learn the language that way. And what happened was we didn't learn it really quickly, but we also forgot our, our native language. So none of us speak Tagalog anymore. Um, we understand it when my mom speaks it to us, but it, it makes me sad that I no longer speak that because I wanted to learn English so badly. <laughs> yeah, it's going to mean you have two daughters, and is there part of your heritage that you would like to, you know, do, do talk about with, with them or try to, you know, so they get, they're familiar with your background. And oh, where yeah. You can, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, my, my daughters are really proud to be, um, you know, they say half Filipino. Um, and I, at home would try to incorporate as much, of Filipino culture. Um, I try to make one cause food is a big part of um, being Filipino, and so I try to make one Filipino dish a week so we can always, you know, have part of that. And of course, when we visit my mom, um, they're just kind of immersed in mm. in that culture. Mm. So. What's their or uh, what's your favorite dish? Or um, <laughs> what's your favorite dish to, to make? Well, my mom um, loves to fry fish. We, you know, we live near the ocean in the mm. Philippines, so lots of fish. Dishes, so that's my favorite. Um, my oldest daughter loves um, lum- it's called lumpia, which is um, a fried kind of a spring roll. Mm-hmm. Um, and my other daughter, she loves anything noodles or pasta. But we have something called pancit, which is a noodle noodle dish, okay. rice noodles. <laughs> <laughs> and then you went to a college and majored in anthropology and minored in religious yep. studies. Mm-hmm. What drew you to those fields to, to study? Okay, yeah. so um, the anthropology major was kind of accidental. <laughs> when I went to college at the University of Idaho, um, I declared to be a political science 
major um, with a religious studies minor. Um, I've always been interested in different religions and cultures, um, but I guess when I took my first intro to anthropology class, that's when I just fell in love um, learning about, um, like I said, different cultures, because there's different branches in anthropology. You know, there's archaeology and um, linguistics and physical anthropology, but um, I really love learning about different cultures um, all over the world, and also um, different Native American cultures, because where we're from, we're really close to um, some Native American tribes, so there are some really detailed classes that I took involving um, involving some of those tribes nearby, and we got to um, visit their reservations and, you know, really um, talk to um, some of the elders from those tribes, and I just really love learning about them. Hmm. And, um, and for the religious studies minor, I just kind of think it goes hand in hand. I was um, just really interested in um, how religion affects culture and, and vice versa. Um, I mainly focused on world religions, mm-hmm. so the major ones, but um, also found um, kind of tribal religions intriguing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I focused on um, kind of child-rearing techniques was something I was um, interested in, and but for my graduate studies in cultural anthropology, I researched uh, multicultural children's literature as a kind of a child-rearing technique or a tool that sh- that parents use, um, and also, and I looked through um, multicultural children's books through a uh, critical race theory kind of lens. Wow. And I guess that's a good time to m- that you are doing a diversity audit for yes. SCLO, and, and that sort of seemed to tie into what you're... Just, oh, yes, you of want, course. Yeah, you want to talk about um, sure. you, that process? So um, our picture book collection um, is, I think, the highest circulated collection uh, for SCLO. Um, and so I'm doing a diversity audit, and I'm starting with you know the most recent years or the newest picture books and kind of working back. Um, publication years. So every new picture book that the library adds to the collection, um, I go through them and I have this huge spreadsheet and I just pretty much just mark um, the main characters, if there are um, um, what groups they belong to and um, who re- who is the author. Because um, the term own voices is um, um, prevalent in children's literature right now because um, we want to be able to, you know, find or have access to books that represent um, all sorts of people, um, so so people can have access to, I guess, that worldview. Is that, and do you see that it getting better? Like I know, it, it, or do you see more different voices and, and pe- more people being represented in, oh, in these books now? Yes, yeah, yeah. for sure, because. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure everybody has heard the We Need Diverse Books uh, movement. Um, and I, my thesis was actually um, a couple of years before that started. So when I started doing my research compared to what it is now, it's, it's been such 
a huge change, a shift. I mean, it's not where it should be at all, but there's definitely been a shift towards um, getting our hands into um, books by um, people of color and um, written by people of color. And how do you feel? Uh, do do do, you, do we get a lot of patrons looking for? Um, for books that, that you know may represent, because we, we can have a diverse uh, population yes. here at State College, yes. people from all over the world, mainly because the university come here yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I mean. No, I've, um, yeah, I've heard um, a few parents say they're really impressed with our new picture books collection, because I haven't seen um, others or books like that um, anywhere else. Um, and of course, all the international families, um, I think, we offer um, some bilingual books mm-hmm. that they're happy with. Mm-hmm. So yes, mm-hmm. cool. And I guess uh, outside of the library, I know you've been here two years. What are some of the things you found that y- you and your family enjoy doing in State College or the region? And mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's see. Um, I don't get out much <laughs> because <laughs> I mean I'm I'm at school. Um, full-time, um, and I have my two little ones, and our lives kind of revolve around their extracurricular activities. Um, I drove to Du Bois this Sunday, and I'm, we drive around a lot for my, my daughter's soccer games, and um, I, I think it's beautiful just <laughs> driving around. <laughs> um, we love um, also going to the Arboretum. Um, and different, seeing the um, the changing seasons here, and um, let's see, we like to go to some sporting events, um, particular the Penn State women's soccer team and volleyball games have been fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we attempted to go to one football game, <laughs> I think our first year here, and it was rainy, um, but it was it was still fun. It was a good experience. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's something everybody who moves to college has to try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I guess uh, what are the uh, parts of your job that you, you, you enjoy the most? What have mm. thing been the most rewarding so far? <laughs> That's a good question because I love it all. Yeah. Um, I really do. Um, I think we're, um, we just offer so much. Mm-hmm. Our calendar is um, always, always full of um, all sorts of activities. Um, I really just love... Um, doing the story times and toddler learning center. Um, I also, um, just, uh, having the games and toys collection, I think is a really fun collection to, <laughs> to manage. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I get to, you know, select toys and games and, you know, try them out. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I think, um, I also find the diversity audit pretty rewarding mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Just having, um, for our library to, to be doing that sort of um, kind of intense um, kind of detail um, research into what's available out there um, for for patrons. Mm-hmm. Is that something you did with your daughters maybe growing up when you were reading to them, get, um, bringing in uh, different types of books for them? Oh, to, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind yeah. of why I got interested in um, multicultural children's literature in the first place when my first one was born in 2018, or 2008, sorry, (laughs) 2008, um, I had a really hard time finding um, books um, that 
fit our family because um, we're biracial family and um, or even other sorts of families that, um, you know, um, that weren't predominantly white featured in children's picture books. So, um, so that's kind of why I wanted to study that mm-hmm. and, um, you know, dig a little bit deeper into, you know, why that is. Mm-hmm. And is there anything you were hoping to do either with the diversity uh, or just in general at the library that you haven't been able to yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, you know, I'm still gathering data. I would like to compare it to um, the cen- um, State College or Center County Census mm-hmm. records just mm-hmm. to see what their percentages are. Um, so that's something in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And any uh, anything in state college or that you'd like to do? <laughs> any bucket list items? You know? um, probably do more things outdoors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I want to go to um, Falling Water, which isn't too far away from here. Um, but yeah, I think just explore the area a bit more. <laughs> Well, Lane, thank you so much, and thank you for the work you do at SCLO, and uh, it's, it's just great, and um, with it, especially with the Lot Toddler Learning Center and, and just in the children's department in general, so thank you for the work. Thank you very much. And since we were able to hear from Elaine Bailey this month, it's a good opportunity to maybe just announce that uh, registration for the second session, for session two of the Toddler Learning Center, opens on Wednesday, October 9th. And session two of the Toddler Learning Center will be taking place on Wednesdays. It'll be on Wednesdays, October 16th, 23rd, 30th. And then November 6th and 13th. And you can register either for 9.15 a.m. or 10.30 a.m. But registration opens on October 9th for the Toddler Learning Center Center Session 2. And our regular weekly SCLO Library podcast, the new episode is out now. And it features a conversation we have with Ann Ferguson, who she lives in Vermont. And she is the woman who came up with the idea for Story Walk. And depending on when you're listening to this, but on Saturday, September 28th, the opening celebration of the very first Story Walk here in Center County will be happening at Autumnwood Park in Ferguson Township. And it's from the opening celebration is from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And there'll be activities, face painting, bubble station, Center Region Parks and Rec will be bringing its rec on the go equipment. And but then you all get a chance to to see the story walk, go walk along the path. And the book that is featured is Cats Colors. And if, if for while supplies last, uh, copies of the book will be given to each family while supplies last. But if you can't make it to the opening celebration, you know, first chance you get, visit Autumnwood Park and, and see uh, the story walk. This is just a, we hope, will be a great addition to the community. It's a, a great partnership we've had with Center Region Parks and Recreation, Center Foundation, and Center County Library and Historical Museum. And just coming together and bringing this. And there will be another story walk opening up in Center Hall in November. So you can look forward to that. 
And everything, counter events, all information news is on our website, sclolibrary.org. You can, of course, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. And I want to thank Elaine Bailey again for joining us for this month's edition of Meet the Staff. And until next time, we hope to see you at Sclo Library.